get hyped for Sonic 2 month. Hello guests, please take turns to introduce yourselves to the listeners. But yeah, I, I run a podcast based on retro pop culture with my uh, co-host Rich and Chris, and that's called What's Wrong with Wolfie. If, if um, anyone doesn't recognize that, that's a, a sentence out of Terminator 2. I don't know if you can uh, recognize what part of the film that might be in. But um, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the dog, isn't it? It's going mental when uh, when I think is it the T one thousand is making its way up. That's Am right. I getting yeah. that wrong? Uh, the T one thousand had um, imitated John Connor's foster parents, so so it was um, Arnie's uh, test to see if it was the real foster parents or not, because the real dog's name was Max. So he said in John Connor's voice, "What's up with Wolfie?" Well, not what's up. What's what's wrong with Wolfie, uh, just to see what reaction. And obviously they got the wrong one. So they knew that the foster yeah. parents were dead. But Terminator 2 is one of my favorite films ever, especially from the 90s. So it was, it was the perfect line to, to talk, to call the podcast. And um, at the moment we are going through the 1990s one year at a time. So uh, we, we started at 1990 and we, we base each episode on a, um, a, a movie, uh, movies, and then the next episode on the TV shows, and then the next episode on video games of that year. Uh, you know, we all bring a pick ourselves to to discuss um, on the show. So we've been doing that for coming up nearly two years now, um, and uh, yeah, it's been really good fun. We're now in nineteen ninety eight, so we are coming to the coming to the end of of the nineties. But so we do have plans to to continue and you know we're, we're, we're currently working out the the format that we want to to go into but we do know that we want to go into the 80s and we also want to go into the zeros so we want to stretch those years out so we've got like 30 years of of con- you know that we can grab content from so yeah so we have um we have we've got a logo ready and we're we're working on intro music uh, for the next season so uh yeah, we're hopefully going to be starting that in the new year. But uh, re- you know, coming up re- very recently, we we got a fiftieth uh, episode, which nicely coincides with our two year anniversary. So uh, we've got a nice guest lined up for that. So uh, if you do come and follow us, then keep an eye out for it. But uh, apart from the podcast, I've also started doing some writing, um, and I've published some of that stuff on the website. Uh, and that website is thewolfypod.com. So I've tried to uh, write about different things, whether it's like retro stuff or even modern day stuff, because we've we've also started another podcast where we talk about modern day pop culture, which we do every month. So we, we, we've got like a, a mixture of articles on the website. There's not too many right now because we've only just started. But at the moment, you know, there's a, there's a retrospective from Noel's House Party, and why that was one of my favorite shows, Saturday night shows when I was growing up, um, to like my favorite indies that I played at EGX a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, busy, busy. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so wh- where you, you mentioned the, the, where's Wolfie pod, uh, what's wrong with the Wolfie pod website real quick. I just wondered, wondered, could you go back through it again just to uh, yeah. let people know uh, website and socials and stuff? Yes, uh, the website is thewolfypod.com and you can also find us on Twitter 
at the Wolfie Pod. And we're also on Instagram at the Wolfie Pod. So it's quite easy to remember. It's all, I try to make it as simple as I could just because I know I'm quite a forgetful person. So the easier I make it for myself, hopefully makes it easier for everybody else. So so let's talk about um, you and the stuff that you do then. Like uh, that way people can sort of try not. I'm gonna. I was gonna say track you down, but that's really bad. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, so that people can check out that's you know the, like their comics and stuff. Yeah, sure. So um, online, when it comes to video game stuff, I I do some rambling on uh, Twitter sometimes. But uh, to be honest, I don't want people on my Twitter. So I'd rather direct you on my I. I wrote some comics like about my mental health stuff and they're over on a website called, uh, I'll spell it after this, but it's trick-comics.com and trick is spelled T-R-I-C-H because um, it's short for trichotillomania, which is the condition that I'm writing about. Um, it's it's not updating, it's just, it's an archive um, but you're more than welcome to check out my mental health comics there. Um, and yeah, so that's that's what I do. And mostly I just draw like the occasional piece of fan art anyway. I, I, I um, yeah, that is what I do. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, well, uh, what I'll do is I always make sure to collect links and stuff and throw them in the show notes. So folks click the show notes and you'll get all the links right and you can go straight to white mage's stuff and check out those those comics because i remember there was a period of time where you were you were producing a, is this right yeah i seem to remember you were producing like a zine like a physical version of it as well at one point weren't you oh yeah so i did i did print a book there aren't any copies left but there's definitely still like an ebook uh like you know a pdf that you can download as well you can read them all for free but if you want them in a pdf there there's links there on the website i mentioned cool cool well like i say i'll, I'll get i'll get a bunch of links and put them in the show notes so folks go check that out definitely uh well i do a lot of uh a bit of like drawing and character design kind of thing uh, on my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter called uh, Nezalonius. Uh, you'll recognize it by the blue N with a spiky silhouette. Um, but I know I do some um, like thumbnail work and things for some YouTube channels um, uh, here and there. Um, but I don't have a huge amount, but I'm trying to get more stuff up online. But if you do want to check it out, that would be very cool. Um, typically, uh, in my Day-to-day work, do a lot of uh, hobby shop work, so running D&D games, train car game tournaments, that kind of thing. So general all-around nerd. Please tell us what is the first thing that comes to mind when I say Sonic 2. Okay. Well, of course... Uh, I, I, I would think that most people on this might say, you know, about the music or the speed in which you could play Sonic or, or just the lovely bright graphics that, that you see in the game. But for me, it's actually a memory of when I picked up the game. Um, for, you know, like for some reason, I, I can't remember why, but I, I had the game a few weeks before actually owning a Mega Drive. And I really can't remember how this situation occurred. 
I've no idea now. You know, we're, we're talking 30 years ago now. You know, I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, you know. So, <laughs> so, but what I do remember, and I think this is one of the reasons why this game, one of the reasons why this game is so, uh, means so much to me is because I just spent a lot of time in my bedroom just like pouring over the the box art and just appreciating the, the the cover and the illustrations and also just reading the instruction manual like over and over and over again and I think that uh, yeah that that just it just warmed into my heart more so than any other game so where you know and I, I was saving for a mega drive I was saving my pocket money and the 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 money I was getting from the little paper round that I was doing. So I think it took me another 10 weeks to, to actually have enough money to, to go out and get a mega drive. But boy, when, when, when I did get that mega drive and I was able to actually put the cartridge into the machine and turn it on, it was just an, an uh, just another level, you know, when, when the splash keep the splash screen came up, mm-hmm with Emerald Hill and then that music kicked in. Yeah. It, it was worth the wait completely. And that will always be what I think of when I first, when I, when I think of Sonic two. I like it. I really do. Um, uh, for those, for those listening who are like instruction manuals for video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 They used to print them off and stick them in the box. Yeah. <laughs> and I miss them completely. It, I mean, maybe not so, as much now as an adult, but you know, when, when you were a child and you had a lot more time with time, you know, you were able to dedicate time to just pour over those instruction manuals. And sometimes, you know, they really put a lot of effort into those and like really, put really nice illustrations in them um, or, or just made them all really nice and fancy, or they'd give some kind of backstory to the game that you was about to play. And it all just made, it made it all just that little bit more special. And mm. I understand the reasons why we don't get instructions manuals anymore. And it's probably a good thing for the environment and everything else. But it, just for the, just for the fun of it, 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 it is a shame that we don't have them. It is. It is. Um, I actually remember, um, I was going to save this for, for when I was answering these questions, but I'll, I'll throw it in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually remember being told by my primary school teacher that my handwriting was dreadful. And, you know, uh, spiteful little me went, I'll show you, went <laughs> home that evening and hand copied out the, uh, copied out by hand the, the story, the backstory for Sonic 2 from the manual and and spent ages writing it and i did it three or four times to get it the, the best way that i could right working on my handwriting mm-hmm. took it in in the morning threw it down on the teacher's desk and went, <laughs> my handwriting's dreadful is it check that out and well, and now as an adult and having gone through teacher training i totally see why they did that because yeah. they were like i'm gonna get you to practice your handwriting whether you like it or not and they got me to do it yeah <laughs> Well, they got it, you know, you did it in a, in a fun way, I, I think. Uh, that, Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's a great way of doing it. Uh, do you still have it? Do I still have it? I don't. Mm. Um, I don't know what happened to the. I can't remember what happened. Like, I remember being really ticked off and going in and showing it to the teacher. I'd have been about maybe nine or ten at this point. Uh, really ticked off. And I, I, I have to say, this isn't, this isn't anywhere near when Sonic 2 came out, right? 
and I mean nine or ten by about nineteen ninety six, ninety seven. Um, and so you know, I, I I remember being really ticked off and showing the teacher, but I don't remember what they did with the work. Um, yeah, I'd probably true. put it in the bin. <laughs> yeah, probably. Let's get teachers. <laughs> yeah, right. but I mean, it it achieved the goal of getting me to to practice my penmanship, mm. right? Which was a, we used to be a really important thing. Yeah, not so much now. But there you go. No, I might <laughs> I might try that on my own children just to say, just to try and get them to improve their handwriting. <laughs> Why not? Right? Why not? It's worth a go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh my God, Sonic Two on the Mega Drive. The first thing that comes to mind when someone mentions Sonic Two on the Mega Drive is uh, me probably about like six years old playing with either my sister or my cousins um, because it was, it's just like, to me, it's a childhood game. Like it, it's, um, we would be in my like sister's bedroom. It was quite a small room with uh, like a little TV in the corner and we'd both be sat on the floor um, with the controller playing the one of four, one of four two-player stages. Can you believe that? Like this is the this is the '90s, and this is like cutting-edge multiplayer. You you both control a character, and you get to see who could go the fastest through the level. And there's four levels, and also I think there's special zones too, but. I, I don't know I don't know why there's only four two player stages, but that's most of me playing Sonic 2 is me playing those four stages over and over with my sister. I like it. I like it. I do remember um when Squidge and I were playing it way back in the day. Um we it always felt like uh, the game would slow down on which 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 stage was it? It's the one that's like the, the underground or whatever. In the caves, Mystic, Mystic Kev Zone. Yes, it definitely, it. it definitely slowed down there. I don't know. There was just some a lot going on in that stage. I, I don't know if it, it was the same on single player, but definitely on two player it was. I can't, I can't even say really multiplayer because it was literally it's two player. <laughs> um, because it was two physical controllers that were linked into the the Mega Drive itself. Yep, yep. I remember. Uh... I wonder whether it was specifically a UK thing because I don't seem to remember anyone or reading anything about um, American friends and their game slowing down. But I do remember the UK one; it would slow down so much um, on the Maybe. on the two player stages in Mystic Cave. And I think it's because we had the fifty hertz TV and the Americans had the sixty hertz, so it, and the, the their whole game was synchronized to the TV. So I. I didn't know that at all. Like, it's just one of those things you just accept when you're a kid. Like, you don't even notice it, but I think, like, you you do, but it's like, that's just how the game plays. You don't think the game is slowing down. I am only getting 15 FPS or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just think, well, that's that's the bit of the game where it runs a bit slow. That's, that's, that's how it's designed. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it is when you play... Uh, Mr. Cave Zone. First thing that comes to mind for me is probably playing co-op with my older brother and being Tails through choice. Like he, like I chose to be Tails, and he's the older brother. He gets to be Sonic, but uh, blasting through the levels together, uh, constantly falling off the screen, having to teleport back again, <laughs> and that uh, 
they're disappointed. Ah, that's all right. We'll get the next one. Whenever I would constantly hit bombs in special stages and lose all the rings that he'd worked so hard to get. <laughs> um, but I just, uh, cause we played lots of Sonic one, eight bit and 16 bit ones. And two was the first time we could play together as opposed to just watching each other. So we used to do loads and loads of co-op. I always loved the, uh, loved playing with him. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I wasn't very good as a kid trying to be, I could never beat the first boss, even though Emerald Hill is the easiest first boss still couldn't beat as a kid. Hey, I mean, it, it's all good. It's all good. We all live and learn, don't we? It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I really liked the co-op stuff because uh, like at the time, yeah, to me, um, platform games were like, uh, you know, uh, Squidge and I had come from Super Mario Brothers, where it mm. was, you could play two-player, but it was like, I'll do a level until I get killed, and now it's your turn. And then, yeah. you know, it'd swap over. Um, and so being able to actually just hit the ground running, and, and it feels like it was, like everybody knew, but I don't think it was ever, like, documented too well that, yeah, if you have two controllers, someone could take control of Tails. Yeah, and, you and play together, sort of thing. Yeah, and that was that was genius to me. It was like, oh my goodness, we can play together. That's brilliant. Because <laughs> you say well, I had, we had the whole. I had the little brother dichotomy of if we're playing Mario Three, I'm Luigi. If we're playing, you know, any form of co-op, I'm always player two, sort of thing. Yep. But as Tails, I could fly, so I had the the advantages. Well, not until three, but still had the same problem of I was Tails all the time. I do just think I remember several times, just bless him, uh, he would get to a boss, like we get to say like a chemical plants boss, and he would just stand back and not attack it. And he'd let me get the, get the, get the kills just so <laughs> I could do something. Cause he'd feel bad if you were going full, like through the loop de loops and tails constantly falls off the screen. Yeah. But <laughs> as like sort of little four year old me, I was like, yes, I'm part of the game. I did it. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I was that kind to Squidge. Um, and since he's editing this, Squidge, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. But, so, uh, sorry. Oh, uh, sorry, no, you, you go ahead. Sorry. But I was just going to say the other thing that always comes to mind whenever I think about it too, as well, is it's the one that added so many staples to the game, to, to like Sonic. So, like mm -hmm. the Spin Dash, the Seven Chaos Emeralds, Supersonic, Tails the death egg like so many staple parts of sonic all came from two and yeah, it's I agree. you know fantastic just to think of like oh wow they made this they had all of them yeah yeah and uh and that the in, including the first i think the first appearance of metal sonic i think uh... I don't know. I'm I'm not that much of a <laughs> I, Sonic fan to be able to say, but I feel I, like what? my my immediate sort of like no must set record straight. There's silver, mecha, and metal Sonic. They're all different. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's sorry. That's just me being overly like aha. Pushes glasses up. Time for to show my knowledge. <laughs> well, uh, actually, <laughs> I think it was CD first showed up, and then there was that one you fight in Death Death Egg the. The one who's really easy to beat if you know how to beat him because yeah. he just sort of slides left to right. Mm. But um, but because uh, we never had a Mega CD, I never played Sonic CD. So for me, that was Metal Sonic as a kid. And then when the other one showed up, it's like, who the hell's this? <laughs> <laughs> He's cool. Yeah, this this is going to be very, very, very Oz-centric. 
Um, and it is a memory of you. All right. We're doing two-player Sonic 2. We're in Mystic Cave Zone, and you're going, wow, am I going slow? Yeah, did that with Aladdin as well, didn't I? Literally the first thing that comes to mind. We were doing, because like Sonic 2 had a a two-player one-on-one race mode where you could pick Sonic or Tails, um, and the other person would have to be the other person, um, and you had to rush through the stages. And so my... The first memory that comes to mind for Sonic 2 on the Mega Drive is us two. I don't know how I have this memory of us two doing this before we've either of us have played the actual game. But yes, it's us two playing against each other um, on the um, gotta go fast, run to the right, beat each other. And something I, I only just realized the other day when we were preparing these with slightly different music for the two-player levels, mm. which... I must have realized at the time, but I have no memory of. You don't realize when you're kids, do you? Well, there's that too. (laughs) Please tell us what is your least favorite zone and why is it Casino Night? Um, Okay, Uh, I'm going to defend Casino Night Zone a little bit here. Because I, when, as a child, when I played the game, I've, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was really yeah. fun. It made sense to me. You know, Sonic could roll up into a ball, pit pinball-esque, you know, stage. It, it, I just remember spending a lot of time in those zones just trying to get as many rings as I could possibly get and trying to get into that middle, that middle one with the you know, with the jackpot reels and hoping that I was going to get the jackpot. Um, as an adult, I can kind of see where you're coming from with Casino Night Zone. <laughs> it, it is a bit annoying. It's a bit frustrating. You know, you're constantly bouncing on those blooming um, bumpers and you've got no control over Sonic. And, you know, it. I, I mean, is that the reason why you don't like Casino Night? So, I, I, you see, I've said this to a few people so far, and, and that is, um, I think I think it's a combination of the purely repetitive nature of the music, but mm-hmm. I feel like all the music in the game is, is repetitive as, it's, as it is, sure. but it's more, um, it's more obvious in the Casino Night level, right? Because in the Casino Night level, you're forced to slow down. The rest of the levels, they're like, get through it as fast as you can if you want. Or you can wander around and find all the rings and get to the the, uh, the the secret stages and unlock all the stuff, right? Whereas Casino Night is like, right, okay, now you're going to do this slowly because we're going to bounce you backwards and forwards. Now you're going to stay here and do this. Like um, there's the uh, those bumpers that you have to sort of just sit on for a while yeah. whilst while Sonic is spinning and it, it sort of reduces you down to when it's it's i can't think of the right way to to to, to describe them but they're like springs and you have to wait for them to sort of uh to, for them to, to to be ready and then you hit the button and you bounce out right mm-hmm. everything in that level is designed to slow you down but i also think you remember I said this to other people as well that i think that level is designed specifically to show off what the mega drive could do and that's why it slowed you down right look like mm-hmm. It, it is a it is a hyper colorful level that you know you can go up for what feels like forever 
into the sky, right? And there's lots of things flashing on screen, lots of things happening on screen. And I feel like it was Sega going, yeah, we really do want Nintendo, what Nintendo don't, yeah. right? Because it was so flashy and, and it hardly ever slowed down on that level as well. And I think that's why it was like, look at, let's put as much as we can into this stage and make it as bright as possible and flashy as possible. Then we can wiggle our fingers at Nintendo and say, uh, look what ours can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess when you look at it in that sense, then yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I don't, I don't mind it. But I do believe that, you know, post Sonic 2, they they should have just left it alone. They they didn't need to keep keep putting it in there. You know, one and done is fine. But uh, mm-hmm. just, just to you know keep 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 sticking it in there, it, yeah, it just got a little bit much. But with my real least favorite zone, I <laughs> think it would have to be uh, the Wing Fortress zone. Oh, is that okay. controversial? I think it is. Yeah, is it? Um, and, and thinking about it, um, I just don't like it. I, th- I just don't like the big fans. I don't like the little platforms that keep going in and out on the side of the ship. Uh, I get a little confused on where to go and I keep falling off and dying. And I don't know. I don't know what it is about that particular zone. Apart from those points that really just doesn't grab me. Mm. And I mean, I, I appreciate, I mean, I think the, the thing I like the most about that zone is Sonic's animation when he's grabbing hold of a pole in the wind and, mm. you know, you can kind of see him flapping about in the wind and such. But apart from that, you know, the, 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 the chicken, the chickens firing eggs at me can get in the bin <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just not my it's not my cup of tea. Sorry, thank you. Uh, I, th- I think that's fair enough to say, right? Because we're talking about what is the dreadful level in a set of really good levels, right? Mm. I, th- I think it bears bears repeating that we're talking about what's the worst bit in like you've just had fifteen cakes, which was the worst cake, right? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it, and it's, I don't know, it's like, I've just experienced all these great zones, I've just experienced all this great music. And then I, you know, I land in this zone and, I, and it, and it kind of just takes the puff. I don't know if that's the right word. It just, it just takes the, the edge out of the game for me, kind of slows me down and I'm just not as excited to carry on playing the game when I hit this particular zone. And I just have to just kind of grind my way through it just so I can get to the next one. It's not, it definitely isn't Casino Night. I love Casino Night. It is, why do let me just explain and defend Casino Night for one second. It is absolute chaos. Like, there is no, there, you can, because this is one of the two player ones, there is no way to strategize how to go faster than the other person. There is that terrible bit at the end of one where you're just bouncing around hoping you can break through a wall. It is like very tense. Um, <laughs> and I, I think the music is really fun. So that's my defense of Casino Night Zone. I don't, I think it's weird that they keep putting casinos in Sonic games, but I don't. 
I can't say I really ever understood the the level progression, but then again, when you're a kid, it doesn't matter. You're just going from you're just going from the forest to the chemical plant zone and then to the Amazon and that's normal. It doesn't matter why. Um so what the question was what is my least favorite zone? Uh I so I mentioned chemical plant zone. I don't I, this was the first one I thought of for my least favorite zone, but I don't think it's actually true. My, I, the reason I think of Chemical Plant Zone is because it's got, I think it's zone two, or that has the um, the rising water or well, chemicals, whatever, and you can die very easily. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like when there is pressure put on me in any kind of platformer. Um, you know, it, it's not that hard as an adult, but when you're a child. It's very stressful. Um, but I, I don't think it's that. I actually do think it's um I think it's called I think it's called oil ocean zone, which is sort of similar. I just remember you slip and slide around the level and you can get turned backwards and not know where you're going. And Sonic is not that hard. You run to the right. Like how hard can it be? Mm-hmm. But I just remember like getting uh, falling in oil an awful lot and just dying <laughs> no i know what you mean um uh i'm i really do prefer to play um games where there's no like big uh big risk because it induces all that anxiety and you're like ah no i need to do the thing and then you get you you get stressed and you push the wrong button and then it's game over yeah uh, if you miss a jump then you're in the water and then you have to do the whole bit again and then the water's higher next time, and I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, there's something I noticed. I was playing Sonic 2, not recently, but like, I don't know, five years ago or something. And there's a lot more instant death than I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of instant death, like pits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's uh... that's, that's just platformers from the 90s, though. That's normal. That's true. That's true. I feel like um, I feel like platformers these days have become a little bit more forgiving, and maybe that's because we've had, you know, twenty, thirty years of um, people designing platforming games, and it's just it's like, oh no, that was terrible. Let's iterate on that and make it a little easier or make it less stressful or whatever. Maybe I. To be honest, it's not a genre I play a lot of. Like the closest I came to playing a platformer, like a modern platformer, was like. Um, what was the recent Mario, like Mario Galaxy? And I wouldn't say it's a, because it's in 3D and it is a platformer, mm-hmm. but not in the same way. It's like a side, the last side scrolling platformer, I don't even know what that would have been that I played. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't think I've played a, a 2D side scrolling platformer in, in about a decade. <laughs> I might yeah, be wrong, but I think, yeah. I've probably played some random ones that I find on Steam, but like not. It's not. I think they're they're a good genre for. I, I'm not saying that adults can't enjoy them. Like if people enjoy side-scrolling platformers, good for you. It's just not the genre I want to play these days. Uh, sure. But for a child, it's very easy in that you don't have to read anything. You just go to the right and press the button, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, that's yeah. that's good though. That's not a slight at all. Like it's still mm-hmm. like a memorable, fun game for me to play. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and and like there's an argument for some simplicity as well, right? And yeah, for sure. Just moving to the right and pushing a button is is one of, I guess, possibly one of the simplest ways to create a a fun experience. That's the thing. You got to make it fun, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've we're in defensive casino night so I'm totally I'm totally for you with you with that um Thank like you. I think I, I explained it to someone else as perhaps the casino night levels were were or the casino stages are more like um the sonic dev team saying look at what we can do right because like you say the the casino levels they're overwhelming there's colors everywhere flashing things everywhere and I feel like that's more like look at what the Sega Mega Drive or the Genesis or whatever you want to call it can do look Nintendo can't do this but look at how bright and shiny and flashy this is <laughs> oh yeah we what was the slogan we do what Nintendo don't or whatever that's but, it. Yeah, that yeah. It's, yeah. So I think there's there is a couple of like games um, where I I know that's why they do certain things. I the, this isn't a game, but the one that comes to mind is whenever um, Pixar released the film Cars, that was to show their technology for reflective surfaces. So, you know, there's all sorts of reasons for things like that. And I think you're probably right with Casino Night Zone. It's like, look how many moving parts we can have. It, mm-hmm. And look how randomness we can... We can do randomness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and not very great level design. But that's my oh, own no, personal opinion. It is, it is wild. <laughs> like, I, I think like it's why I like playing it. But it's like, if you're... If you just want to progress through a level like a normal person, you're going to be like, "Why? What does a speedrun <laughs> of Casino Night Zone look like?" Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's yeah. That's I, and like I said, I think it's more maybe maybe it's badly designed in that way to force you to stop, to force you to slow down, to force you to look at what. Nintendo can uh, what Nintendo can't do, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and there's definitely ports in it. I've just remembered this now. There's at least two methods of getting around in Casino Night Zone where you do have to stop. One is where you load yourself into like a spring, like some kind of catapult, and you're just yep. pressing the button to hold down the spring. And I don't think any other levels, maybe some levels have that me- mechanism too. And the other is you literally get in a lift and you kind of wait for it to go up. And it, <laughs> yeah. it's it's weird in a game of white speed. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> You're right. Oh my God, I'd forgotten about the lift. Because <laughs> like Sonic ends up tapping his foot, doesn't he? And just yeah, like... he, he ran it so long that his idle animation happens and it's really cute. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Can I tell you what my favorite Sonic animation is? Oh, totally. Please it is do. whenever you're like dangling over a cliff and he's like on one foot and his arms are all out. <laughs> really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did that one foot, almost like the crane kick from, yeah, uh, from yeah. Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mine. Mine was always when you push him a little bit too, a little bit further, and he's leaning forward on his toes, and his arms are going round. Yes, not because yes. he looks like he's going to fall, but because his eyes are so big, and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "It's really good. It's really good." <laughs> See, it's those little things that that um, the games devs and the art team and an all animation team and stuff put in that that just really make the game a little bit better. Yeah, well, for sure. <laughs> like that's always. 
whenever I was a kid, like I I owned a Mega Drive and I had played like but I'd also played like Mario as well on like someone's Nintendo like SNES or something. I the, the animations in Sonic are incredible. There is actually for like you know, for pixel animation, it's so, it's so impressive. Like I, don't get me wrong, like you know, Mario's a slick platformer for sure. Like it is a fun game. But he, I don't know if Mario leans over the edge and flails his arms, does he? <laughs> he just dies. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he just sort of plops off the other end. Yeah. <laughs> Casino Night. I, I mean, I, I like Casino Night. It's great fun. Like, it's, you know, the... Weird that there were slot machines in a Sonic 2 game. And then there was no, like, simulated gambling. But, um... No, no, I, I always like Casino Night. The music was always fun and, like, it was all jazzy and just a bit different. Personally, I hated Metropolis. Oh, okay. because the music's cool, and you're in a big factory thing, but then you've got the annoying star enemies uh, that yeah. hide in the walls and will pyre off the tiniest little spikes you might not see. And if it knocks you off a corkscrew, you have to go all the way back down. Those uh, like mantises who throw the homing spikes at you, and just like. Whoever designed Metropolis Zones, like, bad nick placement, like, clearly was having a really bad day and just was like, I'm going to take it out of everyone playing this game and put them in the worst possible spots. <laughs> and then by, the, by the time you go, oh, I did it, Act 2, I've beaten it. It was weird there was no boss. Act 3 shows up, and like, oh, no, it's a third one. <laughs> Got to get through. <laughs> it just feels like Metropolis is out to get you. Perhaps they thought, hey, you know, the, the stage design is that... Uh, infuriating that a boss wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Even Robonic's not that mean. <laughs> I mean, the, the only sort of flip side is if you have supersonic, Metropolis becomes the easiest level. Because Absolutely. you just get, you just can blitz through it. You don't care about all the enemies. <laughs> but I, I always just as a kid had a beef to like with just so many annoying segments sticking my mind with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and the problem is if you get supersonic by or before that stage you then have to put up with going supersonic on um what is it this the, a couple of stages later where you're assaulting the uh the the plane and you mm. could just fall off and die oh right? yeah <laughs> i i i remember my brother sort of sort of teaching me on it going okay now remember you're gonna do sky chase if you ever hit 50 rings do not jump <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Transform and you will fall off and you will have to do the whole level again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, yeah. Oh dear. Oh my goodness, right? I know that we wrote these questions together, right? But the more and more I think about it, it is Casino Night Zone, right? The why is it Casino Night Zone was included as a bit of a joke, just to get people laughing and joking, but it is legitimately Casino Night Zone. Um, the game itself is designed to make you run from left to right as fast as you can, right? Because mm. Sonic was... Okay, uh, let's go back in time a little bit and do a little bit of video game history nerdery, right? Um, it's it's the very... It's the tail end of the tail end of the 80s right into the 90s. Mm. Um, Nintendo have promised that they're going to bring the SNES out, the Super Nintendo, and it's going to have Super Mario World on it. And that's going to be huge compared to the other, like in size and scope, compared to the other Mario games that were available at the time. Sega essentially pooped their pants because they were like, we need something that will beat 
uh, Mario and beat Nintendo. We already have our 16-bit console out, so why don't we do something on our 16-bit console? I'm, I'm not saying anything that hasn't been um, widely documented in other places, right? So Yuji Naka was teamed with... Uh, he, he was brought off of what would have been Fancy Star 3 and put onto the team for making Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Mm. Uh, he eventually became Sonic the Hedgehog. And the idea with Sonic the Hedgehog is left to right as fast as you can because Super Mario is kind of... He kind of trundles along. do 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 Trundle, 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 trundle. Jump, boom, jump, boom, right? Uh, whereas Sonic is super-duper fast. And super Mario Brothers is very cartoony, very bright, but also a very limited color palette. Sonic the Hedgehog... Because it was on a, a Genesis, which does what Nintendo don't, or rather what te- what Nintendo don't, um, had a massive, frankly massive color palette, and so um, the the levels were meant to be as bright and eye catching, but also as fast as possible. Hmm. With all of that in mind, you then get to Casino Night Zone, which is essentially, and I say this not to make fun of anyone with this particular reflection or any related afflictions, or anything like that, it is essentially the video game version of ADHD. Right? <laughs> you've got flashy lights. You've got stop, look at this. You've got move really fast, but also stop whilst we stand still on an elevator. Also move really fast, but then stop, because now you're stuck doing this weird pinball thing that we'll come back to in Sonic's Pinball. But, when, but in order to get through the pinball thing, you'll then um, end up getting loads of rings, which means you get caught in these machinery, which just burns time and gives you rings afterwards. And then when you get to the boss, it's like, hey, you know, it's a casino. So obviously pinball, right? And the boss fight is a giant pinball, is kind of a giant pinball machine, right? The whole, and and even then, right? You you have to, because there's a, like a a pinball, I don't know what you call them, the, the, the things you push the button. Paddles. Paddle, thank you. There's a pinball paddle at the bottom of this uh, this half pipe. You have to use the paddle to bounce up the wall, to spin up the wall, to bounce off to hit um, robot. And it's the worst, single worst designed robotic instance in the entire history of the Sonic games, in my opinion. And that includes the final version of Dr. Eggman at the end of Sonic Adventure. It is just dreadful. Anyway, you don't need physics it. in a boss battle when you're a young kid, do you? Absolutely. I mean, even now, even now, as a full grown-up, uh, well, I mean, whether you say me as grown-up or not, but Physic- as a, physically, yeah, as a person who is in his mid-thirties, I have trouble taking on that boss because it's just it's it's difficult, dude. It is difficult. So casino, casino night zone or whatever it was called, is my my pick for the single worst level in that game, and it comes right in the middle. Right in the middle, you've had four stages, three or four stages of, uh, or sets of stages. Run real fast, left to right, go, 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 go. You're not going fast enough. You come on, faster, mm. faster, faster, faster. Like the, the the level design, as you get closer and closer to Casino Night Zone, is designed to make you go. No, stop, don't stop. Look around. Quick, quick, move, 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 move. And then you get to Casino Night Zone, goes and stop. Don't go nowhere. Look at all of these flashy lights. And a lot of it was quite literally the, the team at Sega going, look at what the Genesis can do. This is essentially a tech demo that we can show flexing. off. That will Exactly. It was Sega flexing as to what the <laughs> Genesis could do. And I totally get, absolutely, 100% totally get that. But still, it kind of ruins the, the, 
the 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 flow of the game. Now maybe, and I might be putting way too much effort into my description of it, but maybe it was like move fast, 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 fast. Okay, and now stop and slow down. I had to take a breather because we're gonna move fast again. Go move, move, move. But it isn't even that because like three stages later, you're on the back of a, a an airplane that you're controlling by looking up and looking mm. down. So it, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Casino Night Zone is the single-handedly the worst level in that game. Not the first time you have to put your big boy pants on to take on a boss in Sonic 2. Not the first time. There's a couple of the first instances. time, not the last time. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus question. What is with Sega putting casino levels in all of their Sonic games? I know, right? And, you know, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's like ever since, you know, they, they, they brought out Sonic Spinball, and it's like, well, I just have to keep doing it. You know, it's, I would love to know what their thoughts of, of it were. Did, I can't remember. Did they put it in Sonic Mania? I don't, I can't remember. I don't think they did, did they? Oh gosh. Now you're asking. I know, it's been right? ages since yeah. I played Sonic Mania. I got really far into it. And they got stuck and I was like, Squidge, can you do this level? <laughs> like I, I, I'm in my thirties and I had to ask my brother to do the level for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. um but maybe that's broken broken the mold of it all but uh maybe the sonic dev team just had just really liked them and they maybe it was their their sign you know a sonic team have made this game because it's got a casino casino zone in it um their trademark exactly is what i'm thinking of yeah it's their trademark got to put a zone in a casino zone in definitely (laughs) <laughs> yeah i can imagine it now you know um sega's latest sega's latest excuse for a casino level sonic sees a new game release this year <laughs> yeah i mean if there's not one in sonic frontiers mm, i don't know what's gonna go you know what's gonna happen <laughs> literally unplayable <laughs> <laughs> i know right but take it back let's get a refund that's it <laughs> I never figured that because you got like Casino Road and Casino Night, and they did Casinoopolis and Sonic Adventure as well. I, is someone at like Sonic Team trying to send a message or something, or is like like a coded <laughs> thing? Like if the, the roulettes just spin, it just says help or something, or <laughs> like besides ah, a postcode or something. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. There just seems to be some weird obsession with. I uh, just have a big casino. It'll do. That's yeah, Sonic right. themed. <laughs> All we need to do is that we all just need to club some money together and uh, send it over to the Sonic Team Casino Fund. That's what it is, right? <laughs> well, we've got to make sure. There better be in the new the Frontiers new game, there better be a Cyberspace level that's a casino one. I'm almost certain there will be. Oh, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so. Because like you say, this is where they've set all the precedents in Sonic 2. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got to stick to formula. So I, I, I've... Ever since we wrote that stupid question, right, I've wanted to come up with my own reasoning as to why. And I think maybe it's like, I don't know, casinos, if you think about it from like a movie perspective, the casino is where like the the upper class elegant twits go, right? In the film, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? James Bond, where does he end up? He ends up at the casino, right? Uh, Monte Carlo, uh the uh, wherever it is that they what's the place where they have the film festivals venice 
Is that right? No, it's not Venice. Wherever it is, right? The the European Film Festival, the big one, is always in a place where there's lots of lots of high class stuff, right? And so maybe um, aside from the fact of flashy lights and look at what we can do, look at what we can make the Sega hardware do. Maybe it's a case of just like inject a little elegance into the move fast left to right, but then even so, it still doesn't make sense to me that they're doing that. But that's that's my opinion. Now, whether that's whether it lines up with the truth or not, I don't know. But that's that's what I that's what I'm thinking. So adding a bit of class. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Intro music is Among the Stars by Muse Station Productions. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleanser music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Dagay. See the show notes for more details.